Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? Hey, you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Hey, guys. Hey, dolls. Hey, gents. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out another phenomenal show. And as we always do, we have a dynamic guest that is hanging out in the virtual green room. I'm going to be bringing him up to the mic momentarily, but listen. This is what I want you to do. Jump on social media. Tell them, hey, this is what I'm listening to. You should come over and listen right now. Big shout-out to those that are hanging out with us, uh, listening in from the phone lines, those coming in from Facebook and from Instagram and from Twitter and from my mobile app and from iTunes. And if you're listening from an Alexa device, hey there, we are glad to have you uh, checking us out here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show where our goal is to motivate Excite and Influence, and today is an author spotlight. Uh, you guys know I love to chat it up with authors, and so we have Thomas Webb joining us. Listen, short story author. He's a novelist. He's a prior service Marine who resides in Richmond, Virginia with his lovely wife and two dynamic children. Uh, and when he's not spending time with his family or writing, he enjoys weight, uh, lifting weights, running, and other things. And we're here to chat it up and just get a behind-the-scenes uh chat with Thomas Webb. And he is the author of the Clockwork Thriller series, book one, two, and three. Without further ado, coming up to the mic right now, hello, Thomas. Welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hey, Charvette. Thanks for having me. Great. We're glad to have you uh, and hanging out with us here today. So let's uh, just kind of start from the beginning. How far back do you recall uh, writing and and having kind of the, the writing bug bite you? Yeah, so I've been writing, uh, I guess, probably since I was young, since I was in school. And that's, I believe, where where that bug kind of first bit me. Um, I sort of expanded on that once I got into college, and, and it's just sort of grown from there. Uh, I've been doing it uh, ever since I can remember. Wonderful. And what style of writing were you were you doing originally? Well, I think I began probably like most of us, uh, just with uh, short essays and, and sort of school-type assignments. But, um, you know, as I got older and as I enjoyed reading, I started to write sort of more uh, short stories and fiction and, and things that, uh, just, that I just wrote to sort of entertain myself in the beginning. All right. And do you feel that one is easier to write and over the other one? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I sure do. Uh, fiction, I think, is, is probably a lot easier. Uh, when you're writing fiction, the only person that you have to answer to is yourself. There's no set rules, and there's no, there's uh, nothing that you have to verify your writing against. So it just allows you a lot more freedom, in my experience. Ah, freedom is good. Freedom is good. Don't have to fact check and do all that back and research. That's you right. Just, 
let your imagination go, let your imagination go. Mm-hmm. And so certainly uh, exactly. being a prior service Marine, uh, I am sure you experienced many things. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> do you uh, consider any of the things that you experienced in the Marines? Uh, do they find their way into your stories? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I definitely uh, draw on those experiences for, for the things that I write. Uh, the stuff that I write is pretty action-heavy, uh, so like the tactical mm-hmm. maneuvering, the weapon strategies, all that stuff is very realistic. Um, you know, I've even got uh, some old buddies that uh, that kind of read those scenes over for me and help keep me honest and keep them realistic. Oh, what great perspective. All right, listeners, so you, you're really, when you hear that action and you're reading and you're pitching it in your mind, it is the real deal, holy field, as they, as they say, as they say. And so um, when did you first come up with the concept for the Clockwork uh, Thriller series? Yeah, so it was probably about uh, five or six years ago, I guess. Um, so this book, uh, just a little bit of background, it is a uh, kind of a thriller sort of action type fiction book. It's set in an alternate uh, American Civil War. And I came up with this a few years ago just thinking, um, you know, the first thing that I came up with was with this concept of an airship, which uh, obviously they didn't have those back then, which 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 kind of makes it uh, the alternate history view, but came up with this an idea this idea of an airship uh, and I thought about you know what what sort of time period would something like that exist I said, well maybe 19th century a book needs conflict so it occurred to me you know what what major conflict might have been happening in the 19th century or the American Civil War and uh, things just kind of grew from there I just sort of let my imagination uh, take flight and and that's uh, that's where I went from all right, and as they say, the rest is the future. And so, um, <laughs> clerk, clockwork thriller. So, tell us about because clockwork is spelled differently. So, tell us about kind of just even how you came up with that title and the significance. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, subgenre of this book, uh, well, the genre I guess is science fiction, but the subgenre is uh, it's a subgenre they call steampunk. And that's generally uh, writing which is in a historical setting, uh, except it'll feature some sort of steam-powered machinery as opposed to advanced technology. I think uh, like uh, a Jules Verne, like a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea type uh, theme. These things usually occur in the 19th century, and they're, they're usually in Victorian England, but mine is set in the Civil War. And I called it the uh, Clockwork Thriller Series because most of the technology is clockwork. It's, uh, it's gears and steam, just like an old kind of, like an old time clock. And I just went with a little bit different spelling to, to kind of differentiate myself from, from some of the other authors in that genre. 
wonderful. Okay, thank you for that explanation. Um, listeners, see, you, we mm-hmm. get the behind the scenes. We get the, the what of how things came about. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, hey there, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, and on author spotlight with Thomas Webb. Uh, I am telling you, short story author, novelist, you all are hanging out in the right place today. And so the first, let's talk about the first book uh, in the series, Stalemate. So who are the main characters um, in this, this first um, book and kind of describe their personalities? Yeah, yeah, certainly. The, uh, well, the main character of the book is a, uh, he's a Union airship colonel. His name is Julius Montclair. Uh, he is a man of color. And I describe him as sort of a, a modern-day version, or, or rather a, a 19th-century version of a, a modern-day special forces soldier. So he commands his airship. He's a, a military guy, uh, and he's he ends up being tasked by the president of the United States with uh, sort of a, a secret-type mission. So that's that's kind of the mm-hmm. gist of the book. All right, and uh, listen, uh, those that are hanging out uh, on Amazon, all five-star reviews, uh, Thomas, uh, some, what some people had to say mm-hmm. once they read that first, uh, this, this book, Rebecca said, love the characters. Mr. Webb certainly knows how to spin a tale and takes great attention to detail in this twist on history, uh, another um, reviewer said this is a most enjoyable book. It is an alternate history of the post-Civil War era. And so, um, listen, we love this kind of hot off the press um, reviews that listeners, you all can go actually see these right on on uh, Amazon there. So once, mm-hmm. Thomas, once you wrote that first book, did you always know, okay, this is going to be a, a series, I'm going to have other books, or was it once you wrote it, then the, the characters or the story just kept calling for more? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely knew that I wanted to write more. Uh, I did not know that mm-hmm. at the time that there might be an opportunity for that, but you know, as it turns out, uh, the firm that published this uh, work <clears throat> signed me to a three-book contract, so it allowed me kind of the, the freedom to, to to see my vision through. Um, I mean, I kind of always had in the back of my mind that a story has three three parts, a uh, beginning, a middle, and an end, mm-hmm. uh, with obviously book one being the beginning, and, and at the time I was hoping that I'd see it through to uh, book three, which would be the end, so I was, I was fortunate and uh, blessed enough to be able to do that. Wonderful. And so then we move on to book two of the clockwork thriller, Precipice. And so what's mm-hmm. going on in book two? Yeah, so book two picks up pretty shortly after book one. Um, there are uh, kind of some, some adversaries in book one that uh, the main character wasn't able to, to dispatch completely in the first book. So some of that carried over to book two. And it sort of builds up to the uh, to the uh, climax, which actually occurs in book three. So, uh, as I like to say, book two is just uh, more of the same stuff you loved in book one, with a few uh, new twists. Ah, so watch out for the twist, listeners. Watch out 
for the twist, and uh, an Amazon reviewer said this is action. Book two is action-packed. Uh, this book was packed full of action with a rich storyline. Um, and Mr. Webb's second novel, I was even more connected to the characters. He really made them come to life. Do the characters, as you're writing, do they really feel like real people almost? Like once you finish, it's like I feel like I pick up the phone and call them because it feels so real. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. Uh, I try my best in the beginning to flesh them out as much as possible. But, uh, you know, what What I find is that as I write, sometimes when I'm reading back through sort of what I've done, is that uh, characters, they'll, they'll speak to you more or less. If you listen, they'll say, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> that's not something that I would normally say, so I think you need to change that or – I don't think that's in keeping with my with my personality. I think you need to make an adjustment there. And it's really kind of an amazing experience. It's um you know, as a writer, those voices you definitely don't want to quiet them. Uh you know, on the contrary, you definitely want to listen to them. Uh if if you ignore them, I think you do so at your at your own peril. All right. There's a tip for uh, aspiring and emerging authors and novelists. Maybe we'll we'll sneak a few more tips in for you uh, a little bit later in the segment. Uh, And so then we move on to book three, Vindication. And so tell us a little bit about book three. And I'd actually love to hear also how far in between were each of these books, how much time, I guess, in between each book. Right. So uh, in the story itself, there was only a few months between, you know, book one and book two, and then a few months between book two and book three. Um, book three, as I mentioned, is the, uh, the climax of the series. It brings everything home. Uh, at the beginning of book two, the uh, main character, he's been through kind of some rough stuff in, in book two, and he's he starts off book three in not such a good place. Um, he's got some of the supporting characters that kind of come to his aid. Uh, and help him sort of get back to back to being the man that uh, you know that we followed through the first two books. So uh, the conclusion of the uh, series just deals with kind of the there's been one primary antagonist uh, throughout the entire series, and and book three deals with uh, the main character Montclair and, and how he uh, ultimately deals with uh, with that person. Mm, all right. Ooh, listeners, I know you're saying, okay, this is this is getting better and better and better, which that's why you've got the book three. And so uh, would you say definitely if someone's listening, they should definitely really start with book one um, and go in order, or do you feel like someone could jump in at any book and pick up? Yeah, I think that uh, there's a lot of value in starting at the beginning, obviously, but even if you don't, uh, you know, you can immerse yourself in this story at pretty much any point. Uh, and I've actually, even at my website, got a, uh, a free prequel if you're kind of on the fence, uh, which uh, predates the uh, series itself, but still deals with the main character just a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, so you can, you can go there and check that out and uh, you can kind of make the call for yourself. All right. And that is www.thomaswebbooks.com. Dot com listeners where you can you can check that out. Also, if you're listening in from charvettemitchell.com and the blog post that's right there, there's a link to his website. So Thomas Webb, Webb with two Bs, books 
Mm-hmm. is where you can um, get that free uh, complimentary download to just kind of whet your appetite and give you a taste of what is to come in the other books. Well, Thomas, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, I want to definitely hear more about um, you got some inter- interesting things on your blog as well on your website, uh, and talk about where listeners can purchase your books and maybe throw in a couple of tips for those that are aspiring uh, to be uh, novelists. So we're going to do that, listeners, right after this quick commercial break. Don't you go anywhere. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish dad. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. IndustryBuzzWith3Gs.com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from IndustryBuzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone from teens to music lovers. From businessmen and women, industry professionals and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3Zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happening. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3Zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on IndustryBuzzWith3Zs.com. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back again to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show in our author spotlight with Thomas Webb, a short story author and novelist. Uh, and we're jumping right back in to things here uh, on the Sharp at Metro Radio Show. And so, uh, Thomas, let listeners know where they can purchase uh, copies of your books. 
Yeah, certainly. Um, you can just go to uh, Amazon, uh, type my name in, type in the title of one of my books, uh, and it'll uh, come right up and get it there. All right, easy, easy. And it's available in various formats for the listeners? Yes, uh, you can get it to uh, your Kindle e-reader or you can get uh, get a paperback copy. Great. And speaking of um, the paperback copy, the cover art is really nice. Who um, Do you want to shout out kind of either the designer for the cover art? Yeah, uh, so interestingly enough, the designer is me. <laughs> I, uh, I sketched it's those you? myself and, and did a couple. Well, the designer, yes. Yeah, so I've, I've got to, in the wow. interest of full disclosure. Uh, but the artist who, who painted my vision, my sketches, his name is Bob Kell. You can find him uh, on Facebook or online. Wonderful. Well, I mean, listen, when you are the visionary and the writer, it just makes complete sense uh, for you mm-hmm. to have that vision in your head. And so then that way you're going to get the book covers <laughs> that you want right. to really represent your book. <laughs> because listeners, people do buy books because of book covers. That's a tip for you. <laughs> I have a tip right there. Did you Do you ever imagine or even have a hope that these might transition to a play or to a movie or a short film? Um, you know, I, I don't have any experience in that area, but uh, whenever you're writing these things, I think at least it, from my perspective, they sort of play out as as, as visual sort of movies in your head. So, I, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. All right. <laughs> So any uh, movie producers listening, hey, where there is the possibility is on the table. It is not off the table. It's not off the table. Uh, so interestingly right. enough, in your bio, uh, it mentions, uh, you know, in your spare time, you don't mind choking your friends via the fine art of Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu. And I just got back from Brazil a few weeks ago. So what's oh, is, wow. is there a difference between Brazilian or in a different kind of jiu-jitsu? Yeah, so that particular martial art began in uh, in Japan, but when uh, when uh, a, a group of Japanese folks immigrated to uh, Brazil, circa World War II, they brought that art with them, uh, and their their Brazilian hosts uh, kind of picked it up and, and made some changes and refined it. So they're two separate arts now, but <clears throat> yeah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, it's uh, it's great exercise. And, great for the mind and the spirit and the body we've been doing that for probably about 12 or 13 years now and yes it uh it does sometimes involve <laughs> choking your friends <laughs> awesome awesome well shout out shout out to those in brazil we enjoyed our time uh, while we were there during carnival all right so that's mm. wonderful so if there is someone listening saying you know i'm i desire to start writing and they're interested in kind of getting into the short stories what classifies as a short story if i know that you are a short story author what kind of classifies i guess as far as the length of of or number of words to kind of be considered a short story right well there are uh, several categories of uh kind of different different uh different pieces of writing and uh 
a short story, I believe, is anything under 60,000 words. But for anybody who's aspiring to, to be a, an author of short stories, just uh, I'd urge you to just be aware of wherever you happen to be submitting that story to. Different places have different guidelines with respect to length. Uh, you know, it may be flash fiction, which I believe is 800 words, uh, or it may be uh, maybe even got kind of a new sort of categorization, um, a microfiction, which is maybe just like one or two sentences. So it, it, it certainly runs a gamut. Uh, you, you, it's not going to uh, limit you creatively either way. You can express yourself in, in, in any number of ways as far as short story writing. Wonderful. All right. So there's a tip there. And so as you are um, and you experience actually writing these three different books, did you find that mm-hmm. you could just sit down and just flow with the writing or did you have to wait till you were inspired from time to time? How did you actually go through the writing process for um, the Clockwork Thriller series? Right. So, you know, as a writer, this is where the discipline kicks in. You uh, you definitely have to mm-hmm. sit yourself in front of uh, in front of that computer, that typewriter, that pen and paper. Uh, you have to do that every day. Uh, I've found personally, if you wait around for inspiration to strike, you you may be waiting quite a while. So you just have to prod yourself into mm. into doing that. And again, that's where the discipline comes in. Uh, you know, an hour a day uh, at the least is is what I shoot for. Don't always hit it, but <clears throat> that's the goal. All right, hour a day, write every day. So uh, listeners that are aspiring, uh, the key point I'm hearing here, and I've heard other guest experts as well say, you got to be writing writing every day, write every single day. And so um, your family, your children and your wife, what, what do they think about um, the Clockwork Thriller series and that you've accomplished it and all of that? Yeah, they're, they're very supportive. Uh, I mean, I couldn't uh, I couldn't ask for for more love and support than than what I've received from them. Uh, and I, I guess I, I was kind of fortunate as far as the timing because uh, the kids are a little bit older. Uh, my stepson is going to be 17, okay. and my daughter will be 14 uh, here in a few months. So as they've gotten older, they you know they they require not quite as much as attention as as when they were younger. So. You know they've been very supportive and very helpful as far as uh, allowing me that time that I that I need to write. Um, but you know at the same time I I try to make uh, the most of the time that we do spend together and I try to make sure that I'm available to them if uh, if they need me. Absolutely, and they're at a great age to um, appreciate the writing, <laughs> even, mm-hmm. and be proud to say my dad wrote that and uh, what a legacy um, that you know that is to be able to look back uh, and say, hey, that that was written by my dad. So awesome. Kudos there. So the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Yeah, so I think probably what motivates me now is the same thing that that motivated me from the beginning. Uh, You know, I I had and I have stories to tell. Uh, or rather there were stories that I wanted to hear but that had not yet been told uh, by anyone so you know it just goes to show that sometimes you've got to do it yourself and and that was my motivation I 
I wanted to find out what happened with those stories as well. So I had to write them. All right. You have to write them. We can't add anything to that. Wonderful. Well, let's let listeners know one last time all of your contact information, where they can connect with you on social media and all that good stuff. Sure. Um, I can always be reached uh, via my website, www.thomaswebbooks.com. And I'm on Facebook as well. It's also uh, thomaswebbooks.com. You know, I love to hear from from readers, from other writers. Uh, I'm I'm totally available. Uh, Just feel free to reach out to me. All right. Certainly we will. And um, do you have any upcoming events or book signings or anything like that um, that's coming up? Uh, right now I'm looking into uh, a couple of conventions that are that are coming up for the summer. Uh, once I've got a little bit more information around the timing and the schedule, um, I'll be able to put that up on uh, the website. And I'll, I'll certainly mention it on uh, on Facebook as well. All right. So, listeners, you can keep up there uh, on Facebook, and we tagged the Facebook page in our Facebook post. So I know you're following and connected with me, facebook.com slash charzette, and there's a great connection point for the Facebook piece. Well, uh, Thomas, it's great that we had a chance to feature you here on the show. We we met uh, in person at a, con- a writer's conference, so uh, it's great because sometimes I – a lot of times I'm interviewing people that I have not actually met, and so we actually got to meet in person. So it's great mm-hmm. interviewing you and featuring you on the show, and we just wish you much more continued success. All right. Thank you so much, Charvette. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Um, you're quite welcome. All right, listeners, um, that is a wrap for today's show. Listen, you know how we do. We're going to be back next week with uh, more additional phenomenal guests. Hang out with us at charvette.com. If you missed any portion of the interview, just go back and listen to it and share it with a friend. Uh, Until next time, peace and love. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.